on, everybody? I am Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report Direct Message. Today is October 6, 2021. Do me a favor, share our videos, subscribe to our channel, tap the notification bell, etc., etc. Guys, before we do anything else, I think we got three stories for you today, but before we do anything else, right before we started, I just saw this video on Twitter and I just have to share it with you. This is Rashida Tlaib. You know this woman? She is a member of the squad. She is a Marxist. She's an anti-American activist. I don't know how she's in Congress. Really just a truly, truly horrible woman. Uh, but every now and again, they get to be fully exposed on camera. They forget that there's cameras around them at all times. And listen to what she says about masks. This is just in the last hour or so. Thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate it. Greg has been out at all of our, uh, all of our community meetings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Again. Oh, no. Oh, not you. Did you catch that there at the end as she took off her mask to talk to the person showing you that it's all theater? I'm only wearing this because there's a Republican tracker there. Man, she is an extraordinary liar. And I get it. They lie to us about absolutely everything. But think about how perverse what she's doing there is. So I'm wearing a mask because there's a Republican there. So I know masks are nonsense. I wear it to fool my idiot progressive base who just likes masks or they're afraid of everything or we're just trying to manipulate them and keep everybody in constant paralysis and thinking that they're gonna die and everything else. I'm only doing this because of those mean Republicans. You know, meaning I'm, I know the masks are nonsense. I'm only doing it because there's a Republican there. These people are absolutely evil. At what point is this not evil? It's not enough to just say, oh, they're well-intended and the Rotel's paid with good intentions or they're nice people and they're just confused or the science isn't settled. No, she's evil. She's evil. Actually, she's evil. She's an evil C word. There, I know if I say the C word, I'm, you know what, I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna write it down, because if I say the C word, we're gonna get demonetized and crushed in the algorithm, am I right? Yeah, so I just wrote down the C word. You know what, I'm gonna show it to you. I'm gonna show it to you too, because I'm pretty sure we won't get demonetized if I didn't say it, but I, come on. Cat, okay? She's an evil cat, because everybody hates cats. They're sitting there, they're staring at you, they're gonna pounce on you, scratch you in the eye. You know cats are so evil that if you, they don't want pregnant women, to touch kitty litter, did you know that? That's an actual thing. And they say that somehow if you live in a house or a small apartment, this was a big thing in New York City years ago, you live in a small apartment with a cat with the kitty litter, it, the kitty litter releases something, the cat poop and the kitty litter actually releases something that can make women go insane. That's an actual thing, Google it, that's a real thing. Anyway, she's a lying C word. Awful, what an awful human being. She knows the mask is bullshit. They know it's bullshit. She's standing outside. There's unmasked people there, masked people. And then she pulls it down to tell either the reporter or whoever that was that, that this is all nonsense. I only do it for theater so the Republicans aren't mean to me. God, awful. Like, when are we just enough Americans just gonna say enough is enough? We are being governed by a bunch of absolutely horrific people and get some balls, people, and start standing up 
against this abject nonsense. Actually, speaking of that, I wish I could have gone this morning, but there was a huge uh, anti-vax mandate rally in Beverly Hills, uh, right by where the old Trump rallies were that I went to, which, and there were tons of people out there, and you're not gonna believe it. They were out there, and it's 80 degrees and sunny, and there were American flags, and they were talking about freedom and the Constitution and good stuff like that. We're, we're gonna go to the next one. I obviously couldn't do it if I'm here with you guys right now, but these people are evil. So I just wanna be very, very clear. Rashida Tlaib, you are an evil C-word. Cat, nobody likes cats. We got three stories for you today. Uh, first off, this Joe Biden fella, he's part of Tlaib's crew, right? Everyone thought, oh, no, 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 he's not a radical. He'll stop the squad, he'll stop the progressives. The government won't be completely evil. America will be saved under Joe Biden. 47 years in public office, Joe Biden, he'll be different now. Uh, well, we've got a whole bunch of videos of Biden from complete and utter babbling to lying to just more nonsense. You'll see in just a sec. Then the second story is about Facebook because yesterday was the big hearing, the whistleblower. Well, it turns out that the whistleblower, and I was hinting at this yesterday because it was sort of unfolding at the very moment, the whistleblower is basically a left-wing activist and it's becoming more and more clear. Um, and yesterday, just watching a whistleblower basically giving public policy prescriptions, basically being like, censor them, censor them. It's like, is that a whistleblower or an activist? Well, now we've got some evidence. And finally, a shout out to our friends up in the once free country to our north, known as Canada. Uh, Alberta is shutting down for Thanksgiving. They do a Thanksgiving a little earlier than our Thanksgiving here in America. They're their own country and they're entitled to their own traditions. Uh, and just awful, absolutely awful. The, the, the leadership up in Alberta is just, well, they're trying to lock everybody down and to limit the amount of people. It's just all the bullshit that we were all dealing with a year and a half ago here, they're still dealing with it in Canada. And I'm here to save my Canadian friends. Uh, okay, let's just talk about Joe Biden before we do anything. So first off, I get it, I get it. We all know he's not right. I am not a doctor. I don't want to say he has something that I don't know that he actually has. So we're just gonna call it generic old person syndrome. And the only reason I am playing this clip is because they refuse to show this on mainstream media. But we all know that he's not going to make it for the four years and at some point, as I've been saying, I think it'll be Barack Obama will be on an interview or something and say, oh, you know, Joe's maybe lost a step or two. And that will allow, that will be the sort of trigger, I hate the word trigger, but that will be the trigger for the uh, media to suddenly be like, starting asking questions. And then there'll be a piece in the New York Times, has Joe Biden lost a step? And then there'll be something on CNN. And all of the people who have ignored this the entire time because he's their guy will have gotten the signal that you're allowed to talk about something being wrong with Joe Biden. But if you don't think something's wrong with Joe Biden, watch this. Parenthetically, when you build a charging station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the American Oil Company back in the turn of the, in the 1920 in that area. They went from state to state convincing people that they put allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. Congratulations, everybody. That apparently is the most powerful man on earth. Well, yesterday when we watched that clip, how many times did we watch it, Connor? And I was laughing hysterically. I actually, I was about to be on Newsmax and I was laughing so hard that I was crying. I, was, I wasn't even sure if I was gonna be able to be on the, the appearance. Uh, but I wrote it down. I wrote down what Joe Biden said. This is a day of pen and paper for me. 
Cat, remember Cat? Uh, I wrote down what Joe Biden said. I'm gonna read it to you. And because maybe, maybe we're losing something through the way Joe Biden said it. Maybe he was just saying it a little too fast or something. So I thought I'd say it to you and, and you tell me if this makes sense. Parenthetically, when you build a Jargy stations like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the Merrill Cologne back in the turn of the 19, 19 in that area, they haji in that area, they went to state to state convincing people that a lot of them put 20,000 gallons of gasoline underground, they didn't want them around. I feel like there's a rapper that has used that. that doesn't that sound like something like that's Nicki Minaj? Couldn't you see her doing the, the rap? Is that what they do? They do the, they spin a little diddly? Like that's what she'd do. The Merrill Cologne station, I like that one. And, the, and the, oh no, the Merrill Cologne back in the turn of the what? The Jargy stations, which I think, isn't that where uh, Luke Skywalker was going on Tatooine? Didn't he have to pick up the power convert converters? Oh, that Tashi station. Sorry, that was Tashi station, not Jargy stations. All right, so look, the man's not well, fine, so be it. Uh, but let's uh, let go a little bit further. Let's stick to policy, Dave. Don't hit the low hanging fruit. Stick to policy. Here's Joe Biden, who, as you remember, when he was elected, said that we'd be healing, we'd come together as a nation, we're all one, we're good, we love each other. Joe Biden. Meteor is headed, is headed to crash into our economy. Democrats are willing to do all the work stopping it. Republicans just have to let us do our job. Just get out of the way. If you don't want to help save the country, get out of the way so you don't destroy it. Get out of the way if you don't want to help us save the country so you don't destroy it. Man, bad man. You're a bad, bad man, and I get it. You're not really president. I get it. We're all pretending you're president, but you're not. And you're just repeating the nonsense that they put in front of you and usually doing it pretty poorly. The idea that the Republicans don't want to save the country because the Republicans are doing something like believing in math when it comes to $3.5 trillion or because they don't believe the same thing as you when it's related to abortion or climate change, climate change that the policy prescriptions are a little bit different than what you might want. And I'm not even sitting here telling you that the Republicans are that great. As I've been saying for a while, you don't have to be a Republican. I don't consider myself a Republican. A Republican's a political party. I'm, I'm more into ideas. I like ideology. So my ideas now fit more within, I would say, a wide tent conservative set of ideas. But a political party, you could be a in the political party or not. But when he's saying that they want to basically, in essence, destroy the country. That's what he's saying, because they have a difference of opinion when it's fairly obvious. I mean, I guess this is a little ironic, but it's fairly obvious that he and the Democrats are the ones that want to destroy the country, right? Crazy inflation right now. Thousands of people pouring through our borders. Uh, I just saw this morning that more people died in 2021 because of COVID than in 2020. Can we impeach this fool? I mean, what are we really talking about here? He's actively destroyed. We're having supply chain issues. Everyone knows about that, right? When was the last time anyone, any of you tried to buy something, like, a, like something that, you have to, that they have to build, like go buy a couch, like go to West Elm or Crate and Barrel or wherever you buy a couch? We were trying to buy a new couch. Most couches, you used to be able to get a couch in say a week, a couple days, right? Maybe two weeks. You want that special fabric? Literally all the couches right now, go to West Elms, uh, CB2, Crate and Barrel, all the, the basic places one would buy a couch. Everything is like March or April if you try to buy a couch right now. So Joe Biden is in effect destroying the country. Joe Biden is 
bringing in critical race theory. Joe Biden is ushering in social justice and all of this nonsense. But if the Republicans don't do what I want, if they don't give me enough money, I don't have enough money, I want your money. And if you don't give us enough of your money, then you wanna destroy the country just like those evil Republicans. Now, of course, the irony is, as I always say, it's not about how much money the government takes in, it's that the government is always wasting money. And if you don't believe me, oh Lord, we got a segment for you right here. This is former Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott. He's on Fox News talking to Brett Baer. And uh, he's talking about what happened with the border wall in the South. And listen to the amount of money we now waste to do absolutely nothing. Talk about the border wall. What were the, the instructions after the transition of administrations when it came to the wall? So a presidential proclamation came out and uh, it was a 60-day pause that it's publicly available. Uh, we're supposed to do an in-depth study and then come up with a plan going forward. Uh, so Border Patrol did its part, everything. Um, that was done within about two weeks. Uh, several briefings later, uh, there really had not been any decisions made. It went well beyond the 60 days. Uh, many of those projects today are just still on hold. So we're paying contractors. Uh, for a while, it was almost $5 million a day between DOD and DHS. Just to not. To work. not build the border wall. There's wait, wait, wait. $5 million a day to not build the wall. To not build a Even wall. Even though they have all the stuff, they have... There are stacks and stacks of border wall uh, panels. There's hundreds of miles of fiber optic cabling. Uh, there's hundreds of, bo- of cameras that were being... In- $5 million a day to do nothing. To do jack shit. That is what our government is paying contractors. They've got all the stuff, right? They got the hammers, they got the nails, little plasterboard, it's all there. We are paying these people five million a day to do nothing. But, you know, if you don't give Joe Biden more of your money, you're a bad person. Do you get it yet? Man, America's under attack. I really believe that. We, we are under attack. I don't know exactly what it is from, this compilation of media and the Democrats and big tech and probably China and like there's some evil thing and it's sitting there and we can all see it, but we don't have all of the pieces that we can put together in the puzzle, but we are just fully under attack. Actually, I was doing cardio this morning and there's a recut of Rocky IV coming out, you know, Rocky versus Drago and Rocky goes and he fights Drago on Christmas day in Moscow. He's wearing the American flag shorts. And I was like, man, that's the America that I want to live in again. I remember that America. And and we better find some people who are willing to stand up for that America and and find that spirit again, because we're in trouble. We we are in trouble. We are being led by incompetent liars, liars like Rashida Tlaib and incompetent people like Joe Biden. We have a media that runs cover for them for everything. Big tech that fuels the whole thing. We'll get to more on that in just a sec. And, And we got work to do. Let's talk about Raycon, guys. You know, there's so much going on in the world, (laughs) ain't it the truth, Uh, whether it's the stuff you're excited about, like pumpkin spice products, it is that time of the year, or stuff you'd rather not think about, like anything happening in the news. (laughs) And thanks for watching. You can't always control the vibes out there, but you can always control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Whether I use them to pump up, wind down, work, or work out, Raycons are my go-to for on-the-go audio. 
And in the new everyday ear, and the new everyday earbuds, look, feel, and sound better than ever with an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. These are impressive before you even start listening. You get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. I like pure mode, which is best for podcasts and instrumental music. You know, I like that chill channel on Spotify. There's also an all new awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings instead. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32 hour battery life. There's also a built-in mic and you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands and come with a 45 day happiness guarantee. Right now, Ruben Report listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Ruben. That's buyraycon.com slash Ruben to save 15% off Raycons by Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash Ruben. All right, let's talk about Facebook because during the show yesterday, there was this Capitol Hill hearing. We had a Facebook whistleblower. And as I said yesterday, it kind of sounded good. She was saying, they're doing all sorts of things. They're manipulating us in all sorts of ways. And they're making us all angry. And the Western civilization is collapsing because of the like button and all that stuff. And it was a bunch of stuff that we kind of knew and we all sort of can see. And we know this stuff isn't making us happy. Like we open apps and we're all angrier than before, like something ain't right. We all kind of know that. Uh, but then the, the hearing started taking a turn because she suddenly started prescribing things for the government to do. And that doesn't really sound like a whistleblower. A whistleblower would be like, here's a bunch of info. Uh, they're, they're up to bad stuff. That mean Mark Zuckerberg and those big tech guys. Uh, here's the stuff. I'm at a hearing. But suddenly she started saying, but this is what you got to do about it. That's a very different thing. Well, now the story's starting to change. First, we've got uh, a little bit of video of Francis. Is her name Francis Hogan? Is that right? Francis Hogan. Facebook has demonstrated they cannot act independently. Facebook over and over again has shown it chooses profit over safety. It is subsidizing, it is paying for its profits with our safety. I'm hoping that this will have had a big enough impact on the world that they get the fortitude and the motivation to actually go put those regulations into place. Okay, obviously that wasn't from the hearing, that was from uh, 60 Minutes, I believe, on Sunday night. Uh, okay, so you can see, see sh she's sort of saying there's some bad stuff here and maybe there's some ways we can deal with it. All right, so again, it doesn't sound like that awful, it's a little weird, whatever. Now we've got some info from the Daily Wire here on, uh, on Hogan. Uh, Hogan suggested that Congress could make Facebook liable for promoting content based on engagement rather than on accuracy or any number of factors. So that's just her opinion on what maybe Facebook or what the government in essence could do. Hogan, quote, has a record of donations to far left Democrats and a history of raising issues about purported bias while at previous employers. She is working with Democrat operatives to roll out her complaint and has the same lawyers as the anonymous Ukraine whistleblower whose allegations led to Donald Trump's impeachment, but who reportedly turned out to be then Vice President Joe Biden's top advisor in the country. Okay, now this is starting to get a little weird. The Daily Wire continues, she's also represented by a company called Bryson Gillette, helmed by a raft of Democratic operatives who are providing Hogan with strategic communications guidance and helping run what one Republican called an incredibly well-orchestrated communications campaign, the Free Beacon reported. Burton is on the board for the Center of Humane Technology, which has waged a policy war with Facebook. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki worked at one point with Bryson Gillette with the Center for Humane Technology as one of her clients. 
Uh, okay, so this is sort of interesting. We're getting a sense here that maybe she is not exactly just some average employee at Facebook who had some concerns. And by the way, when you suddenly end up on 60 Minutes a few days after, like these things don't happen by happenstance. You know, like the way the industry works, if you're gonna get on these TV shows, there are publicists involved, right? Like I had a book out, like publicists get you on TV shows or can't get you on TV shows. For example, when my book came out, I was able to get on every Fox show, I was able to get on every sort of center-right thing, but my publicists at Penguin, the biggest uh, book publisher out there, could not get me on any CNN or MSNBC shows because the things that I talk about are against the narrative that they want out there. Uh, I'm using that as an example because she suddenly, she goes, okay, Facebook is bad, government better get involved, and then next thing you know, she's on a major news magazine show, 60 Minutes, and it's like, oh, so what, what narrative, right? Like, I know, I know you guys get it, but this is the idea that we've got to get across to our friends who are confused about why we are on this slow descent to hell. The mainstream machine crafts a narrative very carefully. This is how they launder the lies. So she says something at a hearing, right? Then it kind of works it way up, its way up to 60 minutes. It becomes sort of mainstream zeitgeist. Then we get more politicians suddenly saying, okay, we should censor these things. And of course the irony is I'm not sitting here telling you that Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and the rest of them are so great. They're pretty awful. They're pretty awful. Imagine if you had a problem with your Gmail account. Is there anyone you could get on the phone, right? Absolutely not. Twitter banned me back in July for saying that vaccine mandates were coming, okay? These are horrible companies. And at some level I pity them because they became too big and they're run by leftist incompetent morons because they believe more in diversity than truth and that is gonna create a situation where you're gonna have a lot of bad things happening and a, and a bunch of people at your companies who don't know what to do. But none of that is an excuse to them be like, okay, government, only if the government could now censor Facebook more would be the answer. But that's what the machine wants. The machine wants more censorship on these platforms. And that's why I've been saying for a while, we have to be careful what we ask for. Section 230 that offers these big tech platforms protections so that they can't be sued for the content that goes on their platforms. Once you revoke that, which I understand the inclination to revoke it, okay, we're gonna revoke that, they don't deserve any protections, but then what will they do? They will suddenly be like, oh, we have to censor more stuff because we don't wanna end up in lawsuits. That's why this whole thing is so freaking messy. Well, Mark Zuckerberg, who is the chief Cylon droid over at uh, Facebook, he responded uh, to some of the comments made during the hearing yesterday. Uh, this is from The Hill. Mark Zuckerberg responded to testimony a Facebook whistleblower gave to Congress on Tuesday. If we didn't care about fighting harmful content, then why would we employ so many more people dedicated to this than any other company in our space, even ones larger than us? I don't know what company is larger than Facebook, but okay. If we wanted to hide our results, why would we have established an industry-leading standard for transparency and reporting on what we're doing. He went on to say a bunch of other things like that. Basically like we're doing everything we can. And believe it or not guys, I have some sympathy for him as I just implied. Like he's trying to run this massive company that became way bigger than everything. He became a gajillionaire for it. Like he lives a life that is unimaginable to, to normal people, okay? Um, they're trying perhaps 
Like, let's not attack his atten- intentions for a second. Let's, let's give, we'll do two things. Mark Zuckerberg, the best version of it, is that he's got this company, he had no idea how powerful it was gonna come, the amount of influence it could have over things, and then they see all sorts of hate, they see, they see death threats, they see child porn, God knows what evil stuff exists there. They try to manage it to some level. Let's, let's say that's the best version of this. They're trying to manage it, they're trying to make sure that people aren't endlessly being doxxed and assaulted and all of that stuff. So that's one version of it. The other version of it is that you get a bunch of activists that work at these companies and you bring in diversity and inclusion departments and HR departments that will tell you that half the country is Nazis and Trump was evil and all these things. So the people, the engineers, the people that are writing the policies and all of that, they are probably doing all sorts of things that maybe Zuckerberg doesn't even know about. It's a little bit like, remember the movie Independence Day and what was the line when when the president said, what do you mean, you've had aliens in the basement for 30 years and I didn't know about it? And they say plausible deniability, right? Well, Mr. President, plausible deniability. They wanted the president to be able to go out there and if they said, hey, president, what was his name, the president in uh, Independence Day? If they were like, "Uh, Mr. President, you know, uh, there's aliens in the basement over there in Nevada, and he could say, no, there aren't, and it would be plausible deniability. He wouldn't be lying because he didn't know about it. So I think there's some, uh, there's a little bit of that, that they that Zuckerberg doesn't know certain things. And by the way, the company is so freaking huge that I wouldn't blame him. The president of Independence Day, by the way, was Thomas J. Whitmore, played by Bill, not Bill Belichick, Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman, Bill Pullman, there you go, people. Anyway, so, I don't know exactly how evil Facebook is, but I know the government's evil, and I know that the more the government gets involved, the more they will suppress thought. We have this last little bit of a window. Doesn't it feel like this, to cap this segment? Doesn't it feel like this? We've had this this internet thing and this social media thing for like 20 years, and it was kind of fun and great and cool, and oh my God, look at the what my friend is eating and all of those things, and it was kind of good and great, and then it became sort of horrible and mean and everybody hating each other, then politics got infected with everything, then they started censoring more and more, and now it feels like we're in the last leg of the golden age of the internet. The golden age of the internet's probably passed us already, but we're in the last leg of what will be a free internet. And, and maybe it's long gone already, and it's just like a few of us still remain because it would be too obvious to get rid of everybody else. But I sense we're just in that last few steps here before they do something, whether that's an internet kill switch or they start you know, just banning more sites or they blow up more things like they did to Parler or everything else. Um, so, well, you know what I would say? Join me at rubenreport.locals.com. I was not trying to make this a commercial, but that's where I'll be when they kick me off everything else. And, uh, and we can chat there. So it's, it's very lovely. Uh, all right, let's talk about Canada for a minute. Canada's become a huge mess. You know, Australia seems to be like the, the COVID mess beyond imagination. I mean, they've got troops in the streets. It's actually just completely insane what's going on in Australia. We've talked about it a little bit on this show. You don't see any of it on mainstream because they don't want you to know that other countries are, are even more draconian than us because it might wake us up to what could be coming for us, right? So you never see it on CNN or anywhere else. Obviously, um, you know, just literally people walking their dogs and being assaulted by police officers, old women being choked in the name of health. I mean, this is literally what's going on in Australia. But Canada has also gone into just borderline police state at this point. Um, if you want a little more info on this, uh, you should watch our Friday panel show from two weeks ago. Uh, we had Ezra Levant from The Rebel and Lauren Chen and uh, who else was on there? Oh, and uh, Viva Fry, of course, um, who at the time was running for uh, a seat in parliament. Uh, in any event, it's a mess. It's a freaking mess up there. They're closing churches. They're not letting people out. They have, they're, they have 
troops on the streets and they're locking people down. I mean, the whole thing, it's, it's all there. And the video is out there online for now. Uh, here is video of Alberta Premier Jason Kenney talking about restrictions for Canadian Thanksgiving. This weekend, of course, is Thanksgiving, a time when family and friends gather. So my message is simple. Please follow the rules that are in place. To be blunt, no indoor social gatherings are permitted outside of a household for people who are unvaccinated. For those who are vaccinated, indoor social gatherings are limited to, to two households for up to 10 people who are age 12 or older. We are also lowering the maximum number of people permitted to participate in outdoor social gatherings from 200 to 20. All right, so I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I have a tremendous amount of knowledge about Jason Kenney, but if you wanna pretend that that dirtbag isn't gonna violate his own edicts, uh, you can, but he obviously will, and I'm sure he does, and I'm sure he's getting together with plenty of people, and I'm sure they're not wearing masks, and he knows that it's all nonsense. Interestingly there, he said, please follow the rules. So first, it's nice to say please, right? You gotta teach the young people. You should say please, be respectful, but or what? I didn't get to the or what part. Are you going to start arresting people who dare have Canadian Thanksgiving with 11 adults or nine adults and three children above 12? And what happened to two weeks to flatten the curve? And what right do you have to tell people how many people they can get together with? And what right do you have to demand that anyone who's hosting Thanksgiving at their house uh, ask anyone else what their medical status is. We have completely, folks, completely outsourced our logic and our reason and our, our defense of privacy and your ability to make decisions for yourself. I, I just, I am, I am absolutely shocked. Uh, Calgary's in Alberta, right? Can you confirm that? I'm 99% sure it is that this is Western Canada, if I'm not mistaken, can I get in? Uh, because if it, if it is in, Alberta, I'm pretty sure it is Calgary's in Alberta. Um, it is, yeah. Um, I've been to Calgary a few times um, and twice we went there with uh, the Jordan Peterson tour and they were two of the 10 best shows that we did. This was such a group of fun, loving, freedom loving people. The crowds were nuts. Like the crowds actually, the ovations were huge. It was like a running joke about like, I, I could barely talk because the crowds were screaming and we, I was doing a ton of crowd work. Like that's I think the spirit of of Calgary, like Western Canada, it's a little freer there. We like our freedom, we, we have more space, we don't like the government involved in everything, it's not like Eastern Canada, right? Like, I think that's the spirit of Western Canada, horse country, the tundra, all of the stuff. But what is happening? What is absolutely happening? Well now, uh, Jason Kenney, the Alberta Premier, he's also gonna pay off if you haven't got the vaccine. The Delta variant of COVID-19 is causing concerning rises in hospitalizations in our province. Vaccinations have stalled in Alberta, and to change that, anyone who gets the shot in the coming days now gets a bonus. If you just haven't gotten around to it, for the love of God, please get vaccinated now. And if you do, we will now pay you $100. $100? You mean I've been listening to the news for all of these months? I've made decisions on my own? I maybe work at home and I don't go out that much or I'm young and healthy? You're gonna give me $100? You're saying I could get Call of Duty? And, and uh, well, that's about 60. What could I get for 40 bucks? What are, what are people, what are the young people buying for $40? I could get some soda pop and, you know, some chips. Like, there, how does anyone believe any of these people at this point? 
And, and the bigger issue is these, your own, your medical choices, guys, have nothing to do with the government. Do what is right for yourself. Do what is right for yourself. Uh, and I think that you have a better chance of surviving and doing something that is, that is human, that is the most like special human thing that we got, which is thinking for yourself, making decisions that are right for you, rather than listening to Jason Kenney tell you how many people you can have over for Thanksgiving, and then if you behave the way he wants, he'll give you $100 as if it's his money, but it's just money that they took from you guys in the first place, and then they give you back. I guess, well, $100, forget the video games, it's Canada. You get a whole bunch of poutine, right? You get a lot of poutine. It's a gravy that they put on French fries. I'm American, we like ketchup, okay? I know some people put it in mayo, it's disgusting, but in Canada, they put poutine all over everything. So congratulations, Canadians. Get injected forcibly by the government and get $100 worth of poutine. There you go. Guys, part two of my interview with Blake Masters, who's running for senator in Arizona, who worked with Peter Thiel on Zero to One, which is, that's it, the light blue book right over there, over my shoulder, uh, who's a really interesting guy, comes from the tech world, doesn't want the government to solve all of Arizonans' problems uh, part two is up right now. The full thing is up uh, at rubenreport.locals.com. Uh, I'm interviewing Rand Paul later today, right? We're doing a, a quick interview with probably like 15, 20 minutes, just a quick hit to catch up on all the COVID craziness and the budget stuff and all of all of the nonsense that we've talked about today. Uh, that'll be up tomorrow. And if you want to chat, if you want to see what I'm eating and all kinds of other stuff, rubenreport.locals.com. I enjoyed this show. I'm going to say top 10 show. You? Top 10? Top 10. Sure, I signed their checks, but you know, still. Uh, all right, guys, that's it. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.